Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. Joining us for this hour, Missy Clifton, our host, Tom Dupree, and we are powered by Dupree Financial Group. I don't know how many of you all are my age and went to school downtown in Lexington, but in the late 60s, early 70s, There were lots of record stores up and down Limestone Street, all the way from, say, High Street, all the way to the UK campus. There was four or five of them. And then, of course, you had Barney Miller's on Main Street. And before that, you had the main record store next to Barney Miller's. And... If there was an album that was released by some major group, you could typically find it in one of these stores. It was quite an exchange. And this, of course, not of course, if you don't know the album, is by David Crosby. I think this album was released in 1971. It was a solo album. He was still a member of Crosby, Stills, and Nash at the time. And we're going to play another song later on that's got him and Neil Young on it. I don't know who else. Might have Stephen Stills on there. I don't know who all played on this album, but it's unbelievably good. It's called If I Can Only Remember My Name. It was made, uh, you know, in a haze of marijuana fog, I'm sure. But regardless... The harmonies, the the subtlety of this album. And and you have people like Sturgill Simpson nowadays who's trying to kind of imitate this sound a little bit. Somebody's gone back and listened 
to this album and, and some of these songs uh, because nothing is ever lost. It just gets recycled. You know, there's in Ecclesiastes in Scripture it says there's nothing new under the sun. Everything that happens has happened in the past. It'll, it may happen again. To wit, um, you know, when did what year did uh, 1984 come out? The book by George Orwell. Probably in the 40s. Let me look that up. I don't think it was the 40s. No, it wasn't in the 40s. Okay, who wants to bet it was in the 40s? Oh, crickets. <laughs> Cricket. Ooh, you, it was good. 1949. I was, I was actually going to go for the 1960s. But okay, 1949. Publication experts. date, June 8th of 1949. Let's right. see, we missed a year of being right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you weren't right. Um, the point I'm making is the surveillance state has been forecast for some time, not only by George Orwell, but by many others. You know, there's a thing in there. Remember, they keep saying, they keep railing at this enemy that they're fighting an ongoing war with, but nobody ever sees the enemy or knows what it is. It's a diversion tactic. That's the big thing, is to get people diverted away uh, from what's really going on you know, let's go start a war. Let's pretend like there's a war, but make you believe in something that's going the other direction. And and here's the funny thing. A lot of these Democrats that are so in the tank for everything that's going on, we're in the tank for Fauci. Now you never hear from them anymore. They were in the tank for Biden. Now they're quiet. They will be in the tank for something else because they have effectively, in terms of their critical thinking, been lobotomized. But many of them, if they're my age, they studied George Orwell in 1984 in the eighth grade. Right. They didn't learn the lesson from it. Brainwashing the population into unthinking obedience to its leader, Big Brother. That's it. Here, uh, so I say once again, to wit, from brownstone.org, after COVID, 12 challenges for a shattered world. And I'll just go through these things. Number one, uh, and this was written by Jeffrey Tucker. Yeah, May 15th. Dropped on May 15th. Yep. Number one, tech surveillance and censorship. Number two, money and banking. Number three, business enterprise. Number four, regulatory capture. Number five, public health. Six, educational institutions. Seven, the deep state. Eight, crime and war. Nine, immigration. 10, shattered lives. 11, the history. 
12 force as a policy tool. Now, I want to, the one that kind of hit me in that list was shattered lives. Do you think that sometimes this big brother will shatter your life and then force you to look at something else so you don't have to look at your own shattered life. Are you asking me that question? Yeah, that's, okay. a, that's a rhetorical question. I mean, you don't have to answer it, but I'll, just po- I'll posit that question. Okay. Is it possible that you could be completely shattered and broken and not even know it but just be diverted to looking at the next thing or orange man or, or something like that to not even know you're shattered. No need for an answer. <laughs> you probably wouldn't like what I have to say about, about the I, whole, I don't you know. like, that's why I have you on here is because I do not <laughs> like what you have to say about but, it. I, see, I, I look at it that for the last three years that we as a society basically have pretty much been victimized. And it's like, it, you know. Do you mentioned, feel victimized? We, I mean, well, I don't but feel you think victimized. about, we feel, talk about this all the time. I that feel it's like been, this has opened up a lot it's of. one catastrophic or radio shows huge news event after another. Yeah. One thing after another. Just It's just rapid fire. and I feel it, like I am. What is that? Shattered. Okay. 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 From his transistor radio. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I, I'm, I, I, that's, I'm just that's saying. That's how I feel. I, I'm just saying that, you know, this rapid fire, one thing after another, you know, just one just kind of gut moral gut punch after another moral or you know significant uh health politics you name it and basically if you think about it that is pretty much the operating method of kind of psychopaths which is that yeah. you never let your victim regain balance that's right yeah, you that, that, that's change a good the point. rules yeah. just as the victim thinks everything is going to be okay and that we're going back to quote unquote normal but if you right? know that that's the game that's being tried to be played on you, you are a step ahead of it because you understand. They talk about when all these people started giving Jesus advice, and it says, but Jesus knew what was in man. In other words, he knew they would lie to him, but not even knowing they were lying, trying to be helpful. This is a thing where the fact that we're doing this radio show means that we understand the game to some degree that's being played. Okay. So if you, if you're one of those people that just can't go there with that, the COVID shot options maybe weren't good for you. If you just can't go there and you're, you're still thinking you're still, you know, team raw, I'm, I'm, I'm all for those. Can you at least go back and look at the last three years? You said shattered lives. Would you at least agree that 
what was put in place, which was not correct, the lockdowns, the shutdown of the economy, lives were shattered. I agree. Uh, and, and mine wasn't. Mine was not shattered. My, I shattered my own life, and I paid the consequences for it. And now, depression, you name it, I'm, I'm coming out of it. But it wasn't because of COVID. It wasn't because of something the government did. It was self-imposed, which for me, usually anything bad that happens to me is, is self-imposed. If it's being done from without, I do never. I never regard myself as a victim. Victim is to be an actual victim. You have to internalize your victimhood. It's not just about your um, external circumstances. You have to agree to be victimized, and I refuse to agree to that. But, I will not agree to that. Okay, well, but let's 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 walk back and and back to this brownstone article, and let me just specifically read when it says shattered lives, and this is what I'm talking about. And you know, this is um, when Ryan Quarles was here. Um, we were talking about uh, you know what Andy Bashir did during the lockdowns and what he would or wouldn't do if he were given the opportunity. Um, and this is what I'm talking about because it's how a moot point because he didn't soon, get elected. I know he didn't, but but Daniel Cameron is on the same. He is on the same wavelength in this regard that he would not have shut down the economy, and he made significant legal, uh, you know, put together legal maneuvers to to stop Andy Bashir's path of of what you know what he thought was the right thing. But back to the shattered lives. It said the trauma of the last three years shattered the stability of millions of families and communities. Couples were torn by travel restrictions, um, arguments over vaccines. Children could not attend the funerals of their parents and couples held weddings on Zoom. People, you know, people could not see their their elderly family members in nursing homes. You know, people died alone and scared without the comfort of clergy or their families holding their hands um, there's all ruined careers, closings of businesses. You know, we, we so want to forget really quickly, which, by the way, since we were so compliant, it's not like they wouldn't do it again. Um, but we, we forget what happened during those years. Do you remember the hotline? We talked about this a little bit uh, with, you know, last week about the hotline to turn people in. You know, Andy Bashir, you know, write down people's uh their, their uh, license plates. I still see some places where they have those green lights. Which is, it's just, there are still people burning those we, green we, lights. We brought that up last week, but it, you know, the, the turn people in for their, um, if, if there was a gathering at somebody's home, by God, write down their license plates number and here's your hotline to turn them in. Really? Really? I just find, I, at, at people's personal homes or the people that were going to church, Right. That we're yeah. still trying to meet at church. Okay, let, anyway. let's let's go back yeah. to the article. So the the article, the the focus of the article is not just to talk about what you just talked about. That's important. The fact that many of these things have gone to warp speed since COVID, uh, tech surveillance, surveillance and censorship. I mean, I'm I always every time I send a text or an email, I assume somebody's watching me. I just assume they are money and banking. Uh, 
that was kind of a gut punch. The money in banking, I thought, was very interesting because if you can, that that COVID and its policies actually eliminated the reserve requirements well, for banks completely. Here, according here, to here's this here's where it really affected us, and it talks about the Federal Reserve and what they did. Six point five trillion dollars printed this free. This is this is exactly why for a a small sandwich. And a, a a small salad. I just paid fourteen dollars for my lunch. Inflation. This is why we're paying four dollars for diesel when it was two dollars before. It was the Federal Reserve's response to COVID by monetizing everything. You cannot dump that much money into the company, and they still do not admit that that's what happened. Here's the other one. Missy, take off on this. Number three, why could we go to Walmart, but the little business couldn't? You Absolutely. Know? And I thought one of the biggest pieces of this and that in the business enterprise uh, discussion of this article was why would anyone start up a business if government can just shut it down? Well, let me tell you something. I mean, we, I mean, we, it took we, away that that dream of for you know some. Folks I don't know about other we, people's businesses. I know what we did in ours. For how long, Elizabeth? Before we came in the office, it was about a month. We're at about six weeks. And then we were talking on Zoom every day, and we were handling things. And we we also had we had to have by federal regulations one person in the office. The office never officially closed. We just didn't have yeah. And Traffic. then finally, in May, I said. You could do the six feet apart. No, sort no, of thing. no, no. I said, who's sick of being at home? And everybody was. So they just all came back. And before we knew it, I better, guarantee you we were in violation of everything. Well, sort of, that, but not really, because we, all, we were at least, we were more than the what they thought was standard regulation apart. Our office is very spread out. And then so. this goof, well. Somebody got COVID, and it never spread to anybody else. Nobody else got it. He figured out he had it. He was out for three or four days. But the point is, I'd go up and down Main Street. I couldn't see the mayor anywhere. I think she was at home actually hiding under her desk at her house. I would walk up and down Main Street. It was very deserted, but there were some places that were open. I'm going to give you a hats off. East End, Tap, and Table. Those people, most days, you could go and pick up something down through there. Yeah, through the little there. window there, which was great. And that was open, and there were two or three other things in downtown. You could find a place to go eat lunch. But a lot of people were weenies about it and just shut down, and like the guys next door, gosh, what lightweights. But anyway... So, so it, it did affect businesses, but the people that could hang in there and endure, it actually helped them. And uh, because, you know, they start charging an arm and a leg for food and everybody's glad to buy it and the servers are getting 30% tips. Everybody start being sweet about things. Well, I think you, uh, what, what the, one of the biggest laggards, I think, in coming back to, uh, you know, coming back to the office were the administrative bureaucracies, the government administrative yeah, bureaucracies. Some of those, I don't even know if they're back yet. Lord, I mean, did what? they find a way well, to a stay year, away? A year later, 
it was at least a year, we were still really struggling to get car registrations renewed. Sure. Because that was not open. Yeah, I had to go to Frankfurt. Public health. Now that was for your driver's Let's talk license. Talk about public health. We got about a minute and 20 seconds. About a what, minute. You, you, you've thrown that over to me? Well, who else is sitting there? <laughs> well, public health. Gosh, we're. Um, See, I think that's a stupid thing, public health, because here's why health is personal. Your health is a personal thing. You're supposed to take care of your own Listen, body. Listen, all, all I know is for the last three years, um, and this is not a part of the article, but if your doctor was not, if it wasn't asking you first, your diet, overall health, diet, exercise, instead of, you know, the, all you heard was get the vaccine, get the vaccine, wear a mask, get the vaccine. And it's if like, nothing what, what happened, it's like, it's like immune systems all of a sudden meant nothing. It's like immune systems were out the window. People that had done everything to take care of it. I got excoriated by telling people, if you'll just manage your... Diet, exercise, sunshine, getting your, you know, getting your... None of that made anything. That, that, wasn't, that was never even discussed. Immune system goes out the window. And, and, and I, I had... I was excoriated. Mainly by close family. All that, right. This is the thing. She doesn't want me getting into that. <laughs> it wasn't me that was exploring. No, it wasn't you. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show with Missy Clifton. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Stay tuned. My name is Tom Dupree. Without a plan, you're doomed to failure. Many people have no idea how they plan to tap their retirement investments for income during retirement. At Dupree Financial Group, we specialize in retirement investing. That means turning your growth portfolio or your IRA into an income portfolio. You may need to draw on it for a lot of years Come in and let us review your plan and give you some ideas. Call us at 859-233-0400 and set up a complimentary appointment to review your investments. Listen to the Tom Dupree Show at News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. That's Dupree Financial Group at DupreeFinancial.com.
welcome back to the Tom Dupree Show. Joining us, Missy Clifton, our host, Tom Dupree, and we are powered by Dupree Financial Group. This is a, another song from the David Crosby album, 1971 album called If I Can Only Remember My Name. And you can you can hear Neil Young's voice in the background. Um, ah, God. It's just... It's like I'm 13 or 14 again. I mean, walking up and down limestone, going in the... I mean, that Neil Young's voice is so unmistakable there. And I just feel like it's... I'm, I'm young again. I don't know if I'm what's happening to me but it's like i go back all of a sudden i've rediscovered being young it's i'm 66 years old but i've been fortunate to live this life of almost absolute freedom in a place and time where there's been unparalleled opportunity um affluence I haven't been through a war and had my legs shot off. I'm I'm not I'm I am a very privileged person. I can't explain how I got here. You know, I'm not dead. I'm alive. I feel more alive than I've ever felt in my whole life. And in some ways, I feel up to the task of confronting the horror that we're talking about. So, and this is what our government's trying to do, our media, everything is bearing down on trying to take our freedoms away. But mind you, if someone takes your freedom away, they will always do it to you from the inside. They have to get into your mind and into your heart, and you decide to own your own victimhood. And you can say something and do something about that. All right, Missy. Okay, well, just to finish up, talk a little bit about this Brownstone uh, Institute article, and you know, the very first, the very first thing that that you laid out was tech surveillance and censorship, and that's what I wanted to talk about. Which was, you know, as it says, Facebook groups were blasted away. This is during COVID, you know, in the beginning of COVID, Facebook groups were blasted away. LinkedIn and Twitter accounts were banned. Um, YouTube videos were taken down. Uh, Google search results were totally gamed. And this is why people had a difficult time finding each other if you had questions, because they were doing a really nice job of suppressing anything that went against the official narrative. And scrubbing. Scrubbing, yeah, absolutely. And the um, media also, the major networks, they were all in on it. It was, it was completely a mockingbird media. If anybody's, anybody's ever seen that video where, you know, the broadcast news from all across the country and they are reading from the exact same scripts. And it's just freakishly weird, right? I mean, from the exact same script. 
Well, an interesting footnote. Last night we were on, um, or I came across something online that The Blaze was doing um, a special on the the Biden crime family. Was that Glenn Beck thing? Did you see yes, that? Yes, I did. I, I sent you. I sent yeah, you. you sent me the, yeah, it was actually pretty good. And Tom's first comment to me was, what is this on? And I said, it's on YouTube. He said, do you mean they've allowed them on the air putting this out? And Glenn, Glenn Beck even said, we may get shut down. I don't know if we're still on live on Facebook. But it seems like after... Um, Musk took over Twitter, that there's been a little bit of a shift and there's not as much shutdown and censorship going on that is as obvious. And, and that's interesting that you brought that up, even though, uh, okay, real quick, because um, that the whole Twitter files and Elon Musk, he's got a new CEO, blah, blah, blah. We can, that's, that's a whole different story I can talk She's about. Woke. But interestingly... Um, you're right that the that the, the mass media performed abysmally. That's that's you know that is a number one. They they threatened people. They amplified lies. Cheered the compulsion. It was this was they and they, of course they admitted no wrongdoing. But what you're starting to see is a little bit of the door opening. One of the things I thought was really interesting was an article that I was reading about even some of the uber liberals ha- have had enough, and they've left. And we've talked about this before. Left on where? Subs- left where to go left. where? Exactly. So left wh- where? Where left are they where? going? Glenn Greenwald left. He's an award-winning journalist um, from The Intercept. He moved to Substack. It, it, this is a whole thing on Substack. Barry Weiss from The New York Times moved to Substack. Matt Taby Is it Tabby? T-A-I-B-B-I? Right. Author and former editor Hard from Rolling Stones. Substack. What I'm saying is, is that... All of the really good writers have moved over. Move on. We got where you thing can to get cover. information. All right, you, you got another thing you want to so cover. Go. So find it. It's so at, exactly. we're at eight minutes. All right. So we were and speaking of misinformation and where the hell is what's you know what's going on with this, Jeffrey Epstein. Again, we have a lady sitting in jail, and she's still alive. Still, so, well, yeah, she's alive. You know, uh, accused or, or she was found guilty of trafficking children, and yet there, there's no one. There, there, she had no customers. There are no customers. You're talking about Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah. Gil- is, so her, so her customer, Ghislaine, her customer Ghislaine. book is missing in action. Completely missing in action. Where, where so are the customers? So let's go back. And, and, she trafficked young women to older men for sexual right. favors. But this was all with Jesper Epstein. So now let, let's go back. So finally, and you're talking about things kind of opening up a little bit. The Wall Street Journal, if, if you missed it, it was in April. It was in April. What was it? April 30th, 2023 article that wa- the Wall Street Journal did an entire kind of complete rundown of Epstein's private calendar reveals prominent names, including the CIA, CIA chief, Goldman's top lawyers, details meetings with all the upper echelon of Hollywood, um, of our government, um, you know, plenty, plenty, plenty of implications it to go around. It cost Prince Andrew his and Prince, strikes, that's right. literally. So, so, so think about this. And they, they did a nice little recap on Epstein. 2006, he is publicly accused of sexually abusing girls in Florida who were as young as 14 years old. 2008, 
he reaches a deal with prosecutors. So he pleads guilty to soliciting and procuring a minor for prostitution, serves, um, registered as a sex offender and served about 13 months in a work release program, right? In 2015 is when Virginia Geoffrey, Guffrey, I'm not sure how you pronounce her name, G-I-U-F-F-R-E, publicly accused Epstein of sexually abusing it, which included uh, the situation with Prince Andrew, and that's how all that came about. And all this is going on, and he's still meeting with all the muckety-mucks. He is still enjoying life as you know it. It it wasn't until after the Miami Herald reported that dozens of women said they were abused, that prosecutors charged Epstein in 2018 19 with sex sex trafficking conspiracy and of course he died within a year in the new york jail while waiting trial um which of course the city's examined he died during covid no 2019 right before okay 20 that that started in 20 died in 19 2019 i thought he died during covid nope 2019 2019 so interestingly um you know and the whole wall street journal's uh take on this is that this was going on all these meetings and all this 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 you know high level connection to all these people and these this travel this was all going on while he was a convicted sex offender guess that just doesn't mean anything anymore you know no something, stigma is there no stigma you were telling me that we live in the age of Jeffrey Epstein once you begin to sexualize children everything's okay all the transgenderism everything you can now, what these people do is they project their lurid fantasies onto children. Now, there's two things where sex can be. It can be about love or power. And if you're execute, if you're if you're if you're using it for power. You are going to use it on people that are the most vulnerable. And like you say, I'm on to something here now. I'm, it's, it's becoming clear to me. When Epstein was able to walk around a free man having done all this and nobody took it into consideration, the victims be damned. There is no honor anymore. This opens the gates for any sort. And, and, and guess who you've got in the White House? Creepy Joe Biden, who God knows. I mean, he lays his hands all over everybody. Nobody ever talks about that. It's become normalized. Bill Clinton before that. You know, these are people with serious problems. Serious areas of... of um, bad dysfunction and yet these are the people that are leading our country you just clarified that for me go ahead well uh i think this is it's pertinent and the reason why it's kind of on top of my mind is just may 18th 2023 we're just talking about here what yesterday yeah um deutsche bank has agreed to pay 75 million dollars to settle a lawsuit claiming that the german lender should have been should have seen evidence of sex trafficking by jeffrey epstein when he was a client according to the lawyers for the women who say they were abused by the late financier. So the lawsuit asserts that the bank knowingly benefited from Epstein's sex trafficking and chose profit over following the law. Well, Deutsche Bank's a scumbag. Millions uh, of dollars they're, they're, from the businessman. They're, you know, they're so, I mean, so did JP Morgan. Okay. And we're not hearing anything about that. No, 
there there was hit, it was discussion about J.P. Morgan with Epstein as well, and I, I didn't have a chance to to pull that one up, but okay. I, I just I flipped this the, one out. Here's the thing that this has done. This is normalized. It, it it it's a form of child sacrifice. This is what pagan civilizations in the past did. No hint of God. No idea. Read the Psalms. There's no fear of God before any of them. If you use sex for power, you will victimize the most defenseless people out there. That's what will happen. And that's what is happening and what has happened where people that couldn't speak for and stand up for themselves have been abused and victimized it used to be something considered dark and shameful. Now it's becoming normalized. Okay. It says uh, U.S. judge decided last month that J.P. Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon must face up to two days of questioning by lawyers handling the lawsuits. The Virgin Islands government also is trying to subpoena billionaire Elon Musk as part of its own litigation against J.P. Morgan, accusing the banking giant of enabling Epstein's recruiters to pay victims and helping conceal his Why decades. Elon Musk? Twitter. Is Which, his name on the client list? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He, his on name. Epstein's client list. German. No, uh, hold on. Yeah, we're getting a little confused. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's not say something that's wrong. Sure. No, I'm, I'm just reading. J.P. Morgan has denied the allegations and in turn has sued former executives Jess Staley, saying he hid Epstein's abuse and trafficking to keep the financier as a client. I would a be willing to Staley somewhat no believe comment. that. I don't think Jamie... I don't think Jamie's a scumbag. I think he's a he's a, he's a pompous. The, the, the point the, guy at times, but I, I think the, I don't believe the he key would. Takeaway is I believe is that the Deutsche Bank is. They're trying. You know, there is some effort to hold somebody accountable. This all just didn't go about, and nobody knew what. was So going why on. is it that her client list, many of whom, most of whom, are still living, walking around, isn't out there? Exactly. Well, why is Ghislaine Maxwell staying in prison? Because, but we don't know who she trafficked because her Because the FBI suppressed, to. redacted, or hid many things, one of those being including Epstein's little black book. So you have cooperation in our government to keep that information. Because it's powerful people within the Democratic Party. Well, and this segues also to what I was talking about on YouTube, the reckoning about the Biden crime family. Mm-hmm. You have Hunter Biden who blatantly put out there smoking crack, and having sex with prostitutes on a regular basis. Pictures of it, like... Uh, video. Video. Yeah. Yeah. video. And that's okay? Why is, is prostitution whoa, 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 not whoa, illegal? Whoa, whoa. Is whoa, smoking whoa, 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 crack whoa, whoa. not illegal? What Glenn Beck suggested last night, the feds will never prosecute because it's the DOJ. They're corrupt, so is the FBI. But maybe, the, all maybe the states... Maybe some of the states in which he committed crimes could start to go after these. That's things. what that's what Glenn Beck was suggesting. That's what he was with, saying with Hunter Biden was that each state needed to take up yeah. the mantle, as well as the citizens within the state to call judges that you know, to email judges, to be proactive. If you haven't heard about this 
YouTube. It's a it's very dark and it's it's bothersome. It's the Blaze uh, and it's Glenn Beck's thing, and they did. It's the reckoning they, on YouTube. They did an incredible job putting together their stories. They they dissected. Uh, they talked about the companies. Comer came up with all the different companies. The the money could not have been given for any other reason other than payoffs because it went actually to grandchildren, Biden, grand, Biden grandchildren. grandchildren and grandchildren. They didn't have anything to do with any of this stuff. It had to have been payoffs. They're dummy companies. And, yeah. And the origination I mean, started you know, in China. If I then, did even something that was a hint of that, the SEC would have already taken my license and I'd be facing jail time. Joe Biden sits in the white house and gets away with it. It back all to the, circles back, back to, the, to the Epstein thing. Yeah, I mean. It's a pattern. It's a pattern. And, you know, people listen to this radio show, and I feel like there are a lot of people that listen to us that are like zombies. They hear it, but they never, their their moral conscience never gets engaged to actually do something about it. You know, and then there there's people that listen and they don't want to admit that they do, but they don't like me. And then there's those that just won't even, you know, mainly you get ignored. But I'm not saying we're doing anything groundbreaking here. I mean, we're simply regurgitating stuff that's already out there. It's because most of you don't listen to the uh, kinds of media where you can find this stuff. So, Well, I've said it before. It's... <laughs> It seems Pollyanna-ish, but I just want, you know, right, wrongs to be righted, justice to prevail, that we see the truth, you know, and it's presented fairly. And, you know, in all these, in all of these topics we've talked about, uh, even with, you know, we talked about Durham, you know, the Durham stuff in the first hour, all of them, it's like, we're expecting people to investigate their own bosses. And it's just not going to happen. Because it wouldn't. You know what? I disagree with you all. I think that knowledge is power, giving people the tools to investigate, that if just a few people start investigating and becoming more involved, then that's a good thing. I don't I don't give up on people at all. I think that a lot of them just Ooh. don't have the knowledge. I really right. do. So maybe so I'm the one that's idealistic. A lot of us were wanting, you know, so, Nuremberg trial sort of, you know, 2023 to go yeah, on. But, but, but how long did it take for those happen. to finally kick in? I mean – no, we're just going to sweep it, everything under the carpet now. No, no, no. That's what they did for a while. But finally, they began to be the, the weight of the victims was too much. So the Nuremberg trials took decades. You know, that, it takes a long time for that stuff to get through the system. These Nazis were hiding out in Brazil and places, didn't think they'd ever be found, and they were. You know, because those Jews hunted them down. They said, we're coming after you. We'll find you. Well, and, you know, and that's like tinkling in the wind. I mean, you know. You it's, don't all, have a, it's all eye open. I mean, it's it, open your eyes, people, is what we're saying. Go and watch The Reckoning on YouTube. Not YouTube TV, but on YouTube. There's a lot of great information. And if it doesn't open your eyes, I don't know what will. You've been listening to The Tom Dupree Show with Missy Clifton. That closes us out for this week. If you want to hear more of the Tom Dupree Show, go to our website, dupreefinancial.com, under the radio tab. You can also schedule an appointment to come see us. We'd love to take a look at your portfolio. 
There's a tab on the homepage to schedule an appointment to come see us. We appreciate you listening, and we will talk to you next week.